pag tinanong mo yung mga Kristiyano, particularly tayo mga Catholics, pag tinanong mo, ano ang Trinity? And sometimes, hindi tayo makasagot. Okay? It is the foundation of our faith. Dapat maintindihan natin kung ano yan. It is the foundation of our faith. And we always begin our prayer in the name of the Trinity. Pero pag tinanong tayo, anong Trinity? Hindi natin masabi kung ano yan. Meron nga isang babae. Tinanong siya ng mga kaibigan niya. Sabi niya, nagsisimba ka ba? Sabi niya, oo, oh, araw-araw. Talaga. So sabi niya, sino sinasamba mo? Sabi niya, yung Diyos. Yung tunay na Diyos. So sabi niya, anong tunay na Diyos? So sabi ng babae, yung Trinity. Yan ang tunay na Diyos. Sino yung Trinity? Sabi ng babae. Si Joseph, si Mary, at si Jesus. Okay? So yan daw yung Holy Trinity. Si Joseph, si Mary, at si Jesus. The Holy Trinity. Mga kapatid, hindi po Trinity yan. Okay? Joseph, Mary, and Jesus is the Holy Family. Okay? The Holy Trinity, okay, is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So madali lang naman sabihin kung ano yung Trinity. As God's people, as Catholics, Christians, we only worship one God. Okay? So monotheistic tayo. Hindi tayo polyistic. Ibig sabihin ng polyistic, sumasamba sa maraming Diyos. We only worship one God. Iisa lang ang Diyos. Okay? But this God is not just one person only, but these are three persons. Okay? The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are not one and the same. Magkaiba sila. Pero hindi sila hiwalay, kaya nga iisa lang sila. We do not worship three gods. Okay? The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, hindi tatlong Diyos ang sinisimba natin. Iisang Diyos lang. Okay? One God but three. Three but one. So pag tinanong ka paano mo ma-explain yan, well, sabi ni St. Augustine, sa lahat ng turo ng simbahan, yan ang pinakamahirap ituro. Okay? It's so difficult to teach that. Ang sabi nga ni St. Augustine, sabi niya, pag dumating ka sa punto ng buhay mo at sabihin mong, naintindihan ko ng lubos ang Trinity, sabi niya, mali ka na kaagad. Amen? Because we can never fathom the depths of that revelation of God of Himself. Amen? The Holy Trinity is God Himself. That's why it is a mystery. Okay? The mystery of the Holy Trinity is something that we cannot fully grasp. It is not something na talagang maintindihan natin ng lubos-lubos. One time, may isang bata. 
Sabi niya sa akin, di ba Father, yung Trinity, parang kape lang yan. Three in one. Okay, napakasimpleng explanation. Pwede. You know? Pwede mo ma-explain. Sabi niya, di ba yung tri- Trinity, parang three in one? So, tatanong ko yung bata, bakit mo naman nasabi niyan? Kasi sabi niya, umiinom ka ng three in one, di ba bawal sa'yo yan? Okay. Bakit ka umiinom ng 3-in-1 na kape, di ba? Bawal sa'yo yan. Sabi ko, hindi. Kasi hinihiwalay ko naman yung asukal eh. Bago ko inumin, hinihiwalay ko muna yung sugar sa creamer at kape. Kaya sabi ko, hindi mo pwedeng mahalin tulad yung Holy Trinity sa, sa kape na 3-in-1 kasi pwedeng ihiwalay. Amen? Pwede mong ihiwalay yung asukal sa creamer at sa kape. Yung Trinity, hindi sila maghihiwalay. You can never separate them. Okay? So, mahina. Mahina yung comparison na three-in-one. Today, to explain, to give you a picture of what the Trinity, kasi hindi naman talaga natin ma-fully explain yan. One time nga si St. Augustine na naginip siya because he's trying to study the Trinity. Gusto niya talagang ituro sa church yung fullness. Walang labis, walang kulang. Tuturo niya yung Trinity. And he was trying to study it so he can teach it. Then he realized the more he studies the Trinity, the more he realized na hindi niya maintindihan. And so hirap na hirap siya. He was in prayer. Then one day, one night, nagkaroon siya ng panaginip. He dreamt. He saw a little boy, sabi nga nila, siya rin yun sa panaginip niya. Bata. The boy was digging a hole. Humuhukay siya ng butas doon sa beach. And kinukuha niya yung tubig sa dagat at linalagay niya sa loob ng kanyang butas na yon. And an angel appeared to that boy. Well, exactly. Hindi naman angel. Ito parang mukhang tao rin siya. Ang sabi niya sa bata, Totoy, anong ginagawa mo? Sabi ng bata, ililipat ko sana yung tubig ng dagat dito muna. Ilalagay ko yung tubig ng dagat, ipapasok ko muna sa butas to. And the man who was spoken to, speaking to the child, sabi niya, that cannot be done. Nino pwedeng gawin yan. My dear brothers and sisters, to study the Trinity is like getting the water of the ocean and put it in the hole in your mind. God is beyond comprehension. God is beyond the capacity of our mind to understand Him. Amen? Di natin maintindihan ang Diyos. Ayun pinakamalapit na image na makita ko, yung ginamit ng mga early church fathers. When they talk about the Trinity, sabi nila, you look at the sun, yung araw, di ba? When you look at the sun, you cannot see the sun in its fullness. What you see is the ray of light. Yun lang naman makikita mo. Okay? When you look at the sun, hindi mo makikita yung sun mismo, but yung liwanag na lumalabas, yun ang nakikita mo. Okay? And 
Pag tumama na yung sun sa'yo, nakita mo yung liwanag, hindi mo nakikita yung source kung saan nanggagaling yung liwanag. Hindi mo makita yan. But we know that light has a source. Alam natin, may pinanggagaling yung liwanag na yan nanggagaling sa araw yan. Hindi mo nakikita talaga yung araw, pero yung liwanag niya nakikita mo. At pag tumayo ka sa harap ng araw, mararamdaman mo yung init. Okay, maya-maya mararamdaman mo yung init. Now, sabi nila, yung araw, yun ang Diyos Ama. The source of all things. And the ray of light that flows, yung liwanag na nakikita natin, sabi niya, that is the Son of God. That is Jesus. And the heat, yung init na nararamdaman mo dahil sa liwanag na yan, sabi niya, that is the Holy Spirit. Okay? So yun yung para sa akin ang pinakamalapit na picture ng Holy Trinity. But it's still not enough. Amen? We do not analyze or study God so we can know Him. Hindi po. God is not someone na talagang i-analyze natin. God is not like someone na i-dissect mo para maintindihan mo. Okay? We get to know God not by analyzing or studying Him, but by entering into a relationship with Him. Diyan mo maintindihan ng Diyos. Amen? By entering into a relationship with God and by communicating with Him. Communication is important in a relationship. Pag walang communication, walang relationship. That's why it is when we enter into that relationship with God and communicate with Him that we begin to understand God. Amen? Amen? Kahit ano mong study, kahit ano mong analyze sa Diyos pag wala kang relasyon, you will just come up with the wrong conclusion. Okay? Importante ang relasyon. Now, in our gospel today, anong sinasabi ng gospel natin? You know, just before Jesus went up to heaven, He gave the disciples and the church, lahat tayo, He gave us the great commission, the great command. Ang sabi niya, Go, therefore. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. Okay? Yan ang sugo. Yan ang commission. Yan ang mission ng simbahan. Kahit ano pang sabihin mo, dyan tayo babalik. Kaya, hindi sinabi ni Lord na, okay, go at mag-worship lang kayo. Go at, you know, magdasal lang kayo. Hindi niya sinabi niya. The commission of God is for us to go into the world. Kaya pag natatapos yung misa natin, may deacon tayo na pinapaalis tayo. ba? Pagtapos ng misa, sasabihin ka agad ng deacon, go. Ano ibig sabihin ng deacon pag sinabing go? Huwag kang manatili dito sa simbahan. Lumabas ka na. You go into the world. Why? Because the mission of the church is not the church. 
Our mission is the world. We go. Amen? We go into the world and we make disciples of all nations. How do we make disciples of all nations? Yan ang question. How do we make disciples of the people around us? Kasi sabi niya, you go into the world. But you start where? You start in Jerusalem. Where is your Jerusalem? Your family. Make disciples of all nations starting with your family. Kaya nag-uusap kami ng isang deacon, sabi niya, ang hirap sa pamilya, mabuti pa sa labas. Nakikinig yung tao sa akin pag ako'y nagsasalita. <laughs> sabi niya, mahirap sa pamilya, hindi nakikinig yung mga bata, hindi nakikinig yung asawa ko. Pinakamahirap mag-mission sa sarili mong pamamahay. Bakit? Bakit? Kasi yung mga bata, yung asawa, hindi yan naniniwala sa salita mo. Pag hindi nila nakikita yung buhay mo. Mabuti kasi dito sa church. Eh. Pwede ako magsalita, makikinig kayo sa akin. Okay, pwede. Hindi naman kasi tayo magkasama sa bahay. Pero yung mga anak ko, yung pamilya ko, they will never, never understand the gospel if they cannot see it in my life. Kaya challenging. Yung pinakamahirap, the challenging place to do mission is at home. Kaya maraming nagmumroblema, yung mga pastor, yung mga pare. Sabi nila, kung sino pa yung leader, yung mga anak, pasaway sa simbahan. Bakit? Ay siguro puro salita lang yung pare. Puro salita lang yung leader sa bahay. Sa bahay kasi dapat yung sinasabi mo, ginagawa mo. That's why it is the most difficult place to do mission. To do it at home with your family. Pero itong, ito namang maganda. If you can bring the message across in your family, naiintindihan ng pamilya mo dahil nakikita nila at naririnig nila yung sinasabi mo, kahit saan ka itapon, pwede ka na. Okay? When you are successful in your home to preach the gospel, to make disciples in your own home, wherever God will throw you, you can make disciples. Amen? So how do we make disciples? Kasi yan ang utos sa atin. Go into the world, make disciples of all nations, of all people starting with your family. Then after your family, go to your relatives and your friends. Amen? Then go out some more with your acquaintances, office workers, co-workers. Then you go out some more until you come to places where you don't know anyone and you bring the gospel there. So how do we make disciples of all nations? Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That's the first thing we need to do. Now, yung pagkaintindi kasi natin ng baptizing, binyagan. Dalhin sa church at wisikan ng tubig. Yan lang pagkaintindi natin ng baptism. Kaya maraming bata, 
maraming bata dinadala sa simbahan, yun lang ang ginagawa. Wiwisikan lang ng tubig, pagkatapos wala na. Kaya magagalit yung magulang, bakit hindi nagsisimba ang anak ko? Nabinyagan naman yan, oh, nawisikan ng tubig yan. Okay? But baptism is more than just the sprinkling of the water. Yes, it is the beginning. The sacrament is the start. It is the door that will bring us into a relationship with God. But baptism does not end there. Baptism is an ongoing experience. To make disciples is to baptize people in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The word baptize could also mean immerse, ilublub mo. You immerse people. You immerse your family. You immerse your friends in the life of the Holy Trinity. You immerse them in God. So how will they experience God? Paano nila ma-experience ang Diyos sa buhay nila? Mga kapatid, kaya nga tayo sinasabihan, mag-ingat sa buhay natin because you may be the only Bible that your friend can read. Amen? May mga tao sa mundo hindi na talaga makabasa ng Bible yan. Pero sa buhay mo, sa pinakita mong pagmamahal, basang-basa nila yan. Basang-basa nila si Kristo sa buhay mo. And maybe, maybe in their life sa buhay nila, ikaw lang talaga ang Bible na mababasa nila. Wala nang iba. That's why we be careful with our life. Nag-iingat tayo sa buhay natin. Bakit? Binabasa kasi tayo. We are being read. People look at us. Our children observe us. Sa mga magulang, huwag kayong mag-isip yung mga anak nyo hindi nakakaintindi. Nakakaintindi yan. Amen? Sasabihin ng bata, simba ng simba, away naman ng away. O, de, wala, patay ka. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus versus Jesus. Nag-aaway yung nanay at tatay. Si Jesus daw versus si Jesus pa rin. Kaya pag sinabi mo sa anak mo, simba tayo na, ayoko na, ayoko na sumali sa away. Pag uwi sa bahay, kinikwento yung mga tao sa simbahan, ay nako si Father John na yan. Ay si Father John. Bobo talaga yan. Kinikwento mo sa mga anak mo. Ngayon sabihin mo sa anak mo, o magsimba na tayo, sasabihin ng anak mo, ano? Makikinig ako sa bobo? Paano mo nalaman bobo si Father John? Eh, kwento mo eh. Ginalibak naton ang mga tao sa simbahan sa tubang sang pamilya naton. So how can we bring them to church? How can we immerse them in the life of Christ? Okay? Ingat tayo sa buhay natin. Now, we cannot know God by analyzing and studying God only. We have to enter into a relationship with God. That's why, ang itong sinasabi, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. For us to really know and understand God, we have to be immersed in the life of God. Okay? Diyan tayo mag-uumpisa. Kaya, in, in, in baptism, there are three things, three key words na gusto ko maintindihan natin. One word is communion. The next is communication. 
Then the third word is community. Tandaan natin, importante yan. Okay? Our God, sabi sa revelation natin, teaching of the church, our God is three persons. Right? One God. Bakit one God? Because they are not divided and they cannot be divided. They're only one. Amen? Their unity, their union is so perfect na hindi mo makikita kung saan sila naghihiwalay. Amen? Yung kape, creamer, tsaka asukal, mahirap hiwalayin pero pwede. Okay? Kaya ko tanggalin yung asukal sa 3-in-1. Hinihimay-himay ko yan. Okay? Mahirap. Pero kaya. Ang Diyos, hindi pwede. Hindi mo pwedeng separate, ihiwalay yung ama sa anak. They cannot be divided. They're one. Okay? Therefore, what is this oneness of God? What is this unity of God? It begins with communion. Okay? Communion is the deepest longing for one person to another intimate relationship. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are one because of their communion. There is an intimate flow of love between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Perfect love na hindi mo makikitang maghihiwalay sila. Okay? So yan ang ibig sabihin ng communion. Now, Anong sinasabi ng first reading natin? We are created in the image and likeness of God. Kung ano ang hubog at wangis ng Diyos, tayo po ay nilikha sa hubog at kawangis ng Diyos. That's why we can understand God only when we live according to that image. How? By communion. Okay? Maintindihan mo ang Diyos. Okay? Hindi mo maintindihan ang Diyos sa pag-aaral lang at sa analysis, no? It is when you begin to live in communion that you begin to understand God. Kaya nalulungkot ako sa ibang Kristiyano na talagang makikipaghiwalay. Christians who would separate themselves from their husband, their wives, their children, from their community. Kasi sabi ko, pag nakikihiwalay tayo, we're separating, then we are missing the mark. Missing the most important thing of all. To understand God. Amen? We may not be able to understand God, but we can know God. Amen? We may not be able to really understand the fullness of God, but we can love God. Pwede ba yan? Pwede ba? Can you love someone you don't understand? Ha? Huh? Pwede ba? Mahalin mo yung isang tao na hindi mo naintindihan? Hanggang ngayon, hindi ko naiintindihan si Alice. Okay? Hindi ko naiintindihan na pag pumasok kami ng SM, ang tagal-tagal lumabas. Until now, hindi ko maintindihan. 
Kasi ako pwede akong pumasok ng SM, halimbawa pasok ako ng SM City, bibili ako ng asukar. Pagpasok ko, bilhin, labas ka agad, pwede. Kaya ko. Amen? Pero hindi ko maintindihan yung mga babae, bakit pag pumasok ng SM, bibili lang naman ng chinelas, aabutin ng limang oras sa loob. Paglabas, hindi pa chinelas ang dala. Iba pa yung dala. You know? I can't understand. Hindi ko maintindihan yan. Pero, pwede kong mahalin yan. Amen? And, St. Augustine said that sometimes it takes for us to understand so we can love. But sometimes, sometimes, dapat mahalin mo muna para maintindihan mo. Hanggat hindi mo minamahal, hindi mo naintindihan. Ganon din ang Diyos. May mga bagay na talagang maintindihan natin at napapamahal ang Diyos sa atin dahil naintindihan natin. Pero hindi yan full. Because there are things that you can never understand about God, but you can love Him. And in loving God, loving Him every day, you begin to understand God. Naintindihan mo ang Diyos. Amen? Naintindihan mo, bakit, bakit aakyat siya ng cross? Why would God go up to the cross and die for us? Hindi ko maintindihan yan. But as you continue to love, you begin to understand. Naintindihan mo. Okay? Kaya pag konti yung ulam, lima ang kakain, sigurado ako ang nanay at tatay hindi nakakain. Sasabihin ng nanay, sige mga anak, kainin nyo yan, busog ako, sinungaling. Wala nang pinakasinungaling sa loob ng bahay, yung nanay. Sige, kumain na kayo, busog ako. Sige mga anak, matulog na kayo, ako magbabantay dito, hindi pa ako naantok. Nanay, di ba? Maintindihan mo, pag ikaw ay nagmamahal din, maintindihan mo, bakit ganyan ang nanay ko? Okay? So number one is communion. The deepest longing of our hearts is for communion. Yan ang pinakamatinding longing ng puso natin. Alam ko meron tayong longing for ice cream. Naintindihan ko yan. Ako meron. Pag dumadaan ako dun sa kalye namin, merong store dyan, nagbebenta ng ice cream, I long for ice cream. Tinitingnan ko, ninalasap-lasap ko sa isip ko. Pero hindi ko pwedeng kainin, bawal eh. Okay? We have so many longings, but the deepest longings we have, the deepest longing we have is this, to be known to be understood and to be loved. Yan ang pinakamalalim na longing natin. Na tayo'y maintindihan, tayo'y makilala, at tayo'y mahalin. Okay? And not only that, we also long to know. Amen? We also long to know the other. We also long to understand. And we also long to love. Yan ang deepest longing natin. And that is what we call communion. 
We long communion. Yan ang deepest longing ng tao. Kaya hindi pala tama talaga sinasabi nila, no man is an island. Pag nag-iisa ka at humihiwalay ka sa iba, sa kapwa mo, may problema ka. Okay? Because that longing is inside us. The longing to be understood. The longing to be known. And the longing to be loved. The longing to love, to understand, and to know. Nandyan sa puso. Okay? Why do we long communion? Because God who is a communion of persons. Okay? Created us in His image and likeness to be one with Him and with our brothers and sisters. Bakit tayo naglo-long for other people? Why do we long to know others, to be known, to understand, to be understood? Why do we long to be loved and to love? Why? Why? Because God is a communion of persons and we were created in that image and likeness. Ganyan talaga tayo. Nilikha tayo ng Diyos na ganyan. Kawangis niya. Okay? Ang Diyos natin is a communion of three persons loving each other, understanding each other, knowing each other. Ayan ang una natin maintindihan. We may not be able to understand fully who God is. Not be able to analyze Him, but we can know Him because there is a communion. Okay? Now, that communion could also lead into communication. Importante din yan. Kaya, sa pinaka-foundation din ng relasyon natin sa Diyos, dapat marunong tayong mag- Dasal. We know how to pray. Kaya pag sinabi ng Kristiyano, tinatamad ako, hindi ako nagdadasal. Sa simbahan ka lang magdadasal. Sa loob ng bahay mo, hindi ka nagdadasal. When prayer is not a priority in your life, there will be a problem in communication. When there is problem in communication, you will have problem in communion. Okay? Amen. Makikita mo yan sa mag-asawa. Pag hindi nag-uusap, wala. Mamaya puputok ang bulkan. Okay? Magkakaroon ng problema sa communion. We need to communicate. And the, 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 the most important thing in communication is not to be able to speak, but to be able to listen. Okay? Yan ang practice natin. Kasi sa communication, kasi ang problema natin sa communication, gusto lahat magsalita. Okay? Kaya anong common, anong common na nakikita sa bahay pag nag-uusap? Sigawan. Okay? Sigawan. Palakasan ng boses. Okay? We try to raise our voice. Kaya minsan sinasabi ko sa mga pamilya, walang sigawan, please. Okay? Pag nagsisigaw ang nanay, bakit nagsisigaw ang nanay? Kasi merong isang batang hindi nakikinig. Kaya kailangan ng sumigaw. ba? Okay? Pag sumisigaw ang asawa, bakit sumisigaw ang asawa? Kasi meron siyang husband na hindi nakikinig. Kailangan ng sigawan. So may nagtanong sa akin, husband, sabi niya, eh, pero pa yung asawa naman. 
Pag yung lalaki ang sumisigaw, meron siyang asawang bingi. Okay? Ayaw makinig. We don't want to listen to each other. That's why in, in communion and in communication, we need to practice listening. Makinig muna. Okay? Mga magulang, makinig sa mga bata. Okay? Pag yung bata, sinasaktan niya ang sarili niya, galit na galit tayo, wala kang respeto, wala kang respeto. No, the child is not disrespecting you. Pag sinasaktan ng bata yung sarili niya, alam mong ibig sabihin yan? Hinahanap niya yung attention mo. Kasi wala kang attention na binibigay sa kanya. Okay? Amen? Pag umiiyak yung bata, umiiyak yung bata, umiiyak ng bata, iniisip ng nanay, selfish ka! Selfish ka! Nagiging madamot ka! Hindi po ganyan. Minsan pag umiiyak yung bata, yung bata nasasaktan. He's trying to communicate, he's trying to talk to you. Ay magulang naman, di nakikinig. Bastos kang anak, bastos ka. Hindi bastos yun nasasaktan, may nararamdaman na masakit, kaya umiiyak, iniiyakan yung nanay. Amen? So we need to listen to each other. Communication. And last of all, we begin to understand God when we begin to live in community. Okay? Communion is the longing for each other. Communication is the responding to each other. Community is important because God, our God, is three person in unity. They are in communion, they love each other, they are in constant communication, and they are in unity. Community ang Diyos natin. Kaya tayo din, ganyan din tayo. So what do we mean by community? Community means that we share a common understanding. We share a common love. Therefore, we do things together. Amen? Pag nagsisimba tayo, okay, kaya buisit na buisit ako sa online eh. Kasi nung pandemic, online kanya-kanya tayong simba sa loob ng kwarto. Yung pamilya, nag-online mas, yung tatay nasa banyo, nakaupo sa trono. Yung nanay nasa kusina habang nagluluto. Yung mga bata, nandun sa kwarto nila. So sabi nila, simba tayo ha? Anong oras? 8 o'clock. Kanino tayo magsisimba? Sa St. Michael. Okay, ganitong oras. Online sila, kanya-kanyang simba. Yung isa sa banyo, isa sa kusina, isa sa kwarto. It destroyed the spirit of community. That's why every Sunday, pumupunta tayo dito, punta tayo dito, sabay tayo. Let's do things together as a family. A family that prays together, stays together. A family that worships together, stays together. Yan ang ibig sabihin ng unity. Magkakaiba tayong isip. Magkakaiba yung mukha natin. Magkakaiba yung ugali natin. That's why unity, perfect unity, comes from diversity. Ang Diyos Ama, ang Diyos Ama is really distinct sa Diyos Anak. Hindi sila pareho lang. 
They're different. Amen? The Father is different, is distinct from the Son. The Son is distinct from the Father. The Son is distinct from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is distinct from the Father. They are diversified. They are different, but they are one. Amen? Ganun din ang simbahan. Magkakaiba-ibang ugali natin. Magkakaiba-iba yung pananaw natin sa buhay. Magkaiba-iba yung paniwala natin. But we come together in diversity. There is unity. Okay? We worship together. We pray together. One day, we will learn to work together. We will learn to earn together. Okay? Kaya meron tayong cooperative sa church. Why? Because cooperativism will teach us how to work together. Sanay na tayo magsimba sabay. Sanay na tayo magdasal sabay. Pero hindi pa tayo sanay magtrabaho at kumita sabay-sabay. Yan ang pag-aralan natin. Amen? We do that in community. My dear brothers and sisters, I pray that in this Feast of the Holy Trinity, we would begin to appreciate more and more our life in God. Begin to appreciate it more, not fully understand it, not fully comprehend it, but begin to experience that life. Amen? As we constantly move together in communion, in constant communication, and living together in community.